This episode of Snow the Goalie is proudly brought to you by Pack Horse Moving. Listen, moving doesn't have to be hard. Give the professionals at Pack Horse Moving a call at 877-309-PACK. That's 877-309-7225. Or head on over to their website, packhorsemoving.com slash snowthegoalie. When you set up your next move with Pack Horse Moving, make sure you let them know that you heard about them on Snow the Goalie. Give them the promo code SNOW, and they'll take $77 off of your next move. Again, give them a call at 877-309-7225 or go to packhorsemoving.com slash snowthegoalie and give them the promo code SNOW to get $77 off your next move. They serve the tri-state area with locations in Norristown, Pennsylvania, Burlington, New Jersey, and Wilmington, Delaware. Give them a call, head over to their website, plan your next move, use promo code SNOW. Is there a better moving company than Packhorse Moving? Nay! They didn't tell me to do that. I, I don't know, maybe they'll like that. Or not, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll regret that. But I don't regret hiring them to do our move a couple of years ago. They did a great job. They made it stress-free. They did a fantastic job. Pack Horse Moving. A big thank you to them for sponsoring today's episode. Hey, this is Keith Jones, the president of Hockey Operations of the Flyers. Hi, I'm Paul Holmgren. Hey, I'm Travis Konechny. Hi, this is Travis Sanheim. Hi, I'm Joel Farabee. Hey, I'm Scott Lawton. This is Dan Helfer. Hi, this is Bob Clark. And you're listening to Snow the Goalie. 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 Man, oh man, you know, it's not every day that you see a game like we saw today and one that really comes down to the last three seconds. The stick, or the puck is on the stick of the captain, I believe there. Backhand, he hits the post with a chance to force OT. Welcome into the Press Row Show post game. I'm Russ Joy, here with Bundy. Bundy, uh, let's let's get into this one. Uh, not a bad, I mean, you wanted to get a point. Yeah. Would have loved to have forced overtime at home. But all things considered, missing Travis Konechny. We also think he'll be out tomorrow as well. Not a bad result. Uh, a, a pretty well-played game by the Flyers. It's just a battle of goalies, really. Uh, it, it was. It wasn't a, like a horrible game. And, and we said like everything they needed to do. Like, you know, they, they weren't in a bad spot after the uh, two periods. It was a, a goaltending duel. And Sturkin hadn't given up anything. And then the Flyers did find... Uh, that goal that we talked about, the importance of getting it tied early in the in, in the third and having some momentum. But the Rangers just did enough of what they had to do in the third to, to finish it off. They they did give up chances. They're not. I don't. You know, I, I have to see a sample size, and I don't have time to watch ten straight Rangers games. Yeah. But they're beatable. Like in a playoff series, I'm sorry, but that's a beatable team. Now the goalie scares me, but they yeah. do they do give up chances, uh, and I think that's something that. You know, teams that are playing are going to have to understand that. They, they will give you opportunities. Their goalie's great, uh, but you have to challenge them in the paint uh, in front of their, their crease and get pucks in there and really, really get the work boots on. If you're too soft to go to the front of the net, you're not going to score against this team. Yeah. They'll compete their defense and, and their goaltender. I would say it wasn't a bad game. I mean, prediction-wise, I thought that the Rangers were going to blow their doors off. Um, and I thought the Flyers would have a hard time scoring without Konechny, and they did. Um, it's it's a team that look we've we've said it all year, but this is not a potent offense that the Flyers possess. But they're a team that, if and when they decide to play the way they have to play, which is to play that muck and grind and just out hustle the opposition, outwork the opposition, they can win a close game. And it, I think I yeah. think you're right that in a playoff series, this Rangers team is beatable. Yeah, I would much rather play this team than Florida or Boston. 
For sure. So no, there's no doubt. I mean, if you know, people could tell me I'm I'm wrong, but I don't know who's gonna. I don't be. I don't necessarily think that that's uh, that's wrong. I think that that's kind of reality. I think the Rangers will give you chances. I don't think they're committed enough defensively from their forwards. Yeah. To become a Stanley Cup champion. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they, that gets better. But that's that's Lavi. When Lavi, you know, when he wins and, and he wins, uh, goes on streaks, they do it with a lot of offense. Uh, but they did it with another good goaltending uh, uh, performance here today. LD Hockey 1 over on YouTube makes a good point here. It's a tough loss, especially with New Jersey winning. You know, we talked about the fact that last weekend the Flyers lose the outdoor game, the Stadium Series game to uh, to the Devils. And, yeah, it's just one game. But if your idea is to really try to fortify your strength and your, your positioning, you know, to try to head into the playoffs, that that's a game that you really do kind of have to win. It's a it's a four-point game, really. I mean, if you win it in regulation. And, and so you lose that one, and then tonight, I mean, look, people sometimes get, I think, a little bit too tunnel vision. They get a little bit too focused on the, the day itself. Teams are going to win and they're going to lose. It happens all year, right? You can get yourself very upset about, yes, it's a bad four-point swing there. But at the same time, you know, it happens. It, it does. Like, Jersey's going to win games. Well, they are, and that's yeah. what happened today. They got two points. I don't look at it, as I said before. I, I was telling some before. I'm not as concerned with New York, like chasing them in the standings, as, as I am about the teams that are slightly behind you. I don't worry about what's up in front. I worry about staying where the Flyers are. And I believe they can do that. But they're yeah. going to have to find ways to... Uh, to just you know, keep balanced, uh, and it's gonna there's gonna be trying nights. Like I see people talking about tomorrow already uh, against Pittsburgh. Yeah, that'll be a tough game. Like that will not be easy. Pittsburgh's you know they're desperate. Flyers poured a lot of emotion into this game today uh, in a difficult home loss, but they played well. So again, you know you got to be ready for for everything that comes at you, and it and it it's gonna come at you in waves. Pittsburgh's probably done. They are. But they're, they don't know that. Well, the you know, funny thing is, though, somebody sent over to us, I think it was from DraftKings, um, the Stanley Cup winning odds. And, like, the Devils and the Penguins are still ahead of the Flyers. Now, look, if you're thinking about betting on the Flyers to win the Cup this year, put put that money in a college fund for your child that you either don't do or don't have at this point. It's better served there, all right? <laughs> well, it's better. That bet came home yeah. would pay nice. <laughs> no, right? You pay so, for all your kids. That's yeah, <laughs> true. So it's like that. That to me is crazy. But like, um, I want to get to this thing that Rob Greeley put over here because I think it's true. Wish the power play was at least five percent better. Could have capitalized on those timely opportunities. Like when you look at the special teams, and we we're talking about it up here, it's an eleven goal disparity between twenty-four power play goals and thirteen shorthanded goals for the Flyers this year. That's the most shorthanded goals in the league, but the fifth fewest power play goals. Yes. If the power play were even remotely competent. You're probably looking at a team that has another eight points in the standings, at least. At yeah. a game like tonight, you convert once, you force overtime. Even if you lose, you at least pick up a point. Their power play has been sporadic, to say the least, That's all, nice all year. That's a polite way of saying it's not, not done its job efficiently or effectively during the year. The problem is, is that, again, I, I, I really feel like they're trying to tee up the, the perfect play. And the perfect play doesn't always work. It does if you have high skill and, and you've, you've worn down the other box on the penalty kill and you've gotten someone out of position and you've just got enough skill you can find that seam. And that's how really good power plays beat you. But the Flyers are not that type of power play yet. They don't have the personnel. So what do you do? You just got to get you got to get pucks through and then you have to put the bodies out in front of the net. 
And that's just a matter of determination getting there and knowing when the puck's going towards it. Question here from Robert Reed. How do you not pull Arison at the start of that power play at the end? I mean, I think they waited well, until... Well, it was four was minutes it? left. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. You but have I mean, it. on that power play, they, they waited until what? Was, was it about 45 seconds Not into even. that power play, no, I it think? was 11 seconds left. Was, well, they, I don't know if they pulled. No, I mean, I think they only had the two men out for the six on four when there was about 11 seconds right. left. Okay. Maybe 15. Yeah. Something like that. But they didn't... Um, um, it did feel like a long time. I get that, like, in the in the course of the game, how much time was left that you might not have wanted to do it. But, like, in that in that kind of moment, that's a big that's a big swing. How about the other one, too? Travis Sanheim had a full-length breakaway. Jesus. Like how the, I, I, was, I took, uh, was, I took oh. my son into the press box to get a soda. And I'm thinking, I look, and I'm like, oh, my God, is that real? I thought it was a timeout. Like, someone, there was a he puck. Was, he had... He had an open lane, and behind him, I believe, was Lawton. Another forward. Lawton was, I think, like two or three strides behind so him. So what he did was he went in alone. Yeah. You never go in alone with that time. You have to turn it into a 2 on 0 And he looked behind him. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I swear he looked at Lawton. He might have been able to smell if, like, Lawton was chewing gum in that moment. And, like, instead of even, like, getting wide and, like, uh, you know, setting up, hey, shoot, get your guy behind you, maybe set up to, like, bank in a rebound, like, nothing. He delays, delays. Then he goes backhand. It, and he ran out of real estate, and there was nothing left to do. I mean, it was that was poorly executed. That's, that's about as nice as I think we can be on that one. That's uh, that was just not good. You can't you can't have that. No. And it's not now. In fairness, it's not like Lawton is, you know, your Konechny, who's pr- your best goal scorer, like your Tippett that has a, a a real ripping shot, right? Right. But like, still, the aware you have to have some kind of hockey awareness there, right? Like, fire the puck. Where there's at least enough Absolutely. for Lawton to follow it. Like, what the hell are you doing? Well, you, waiting you, until waiting until the very last second backhand. There's no chance of a rebound. There's no like you've essentially negated the fact that you were sort of in a two on zero, right? Like, you could what call are we, that. What are we doing? Um, yeah, you turned what should have been a two on zero into a one on a one. With a trailing one. That's one of those plays, like, too. I don't like, even know how to say it. People in 30 years will bring that play up to them. Like, remember the time you had the full <laughs> ice breakaway with the 2 on 0 and you backhanded it yeah. into the goalie in a 2-1 game? Bad. I don't know what he was You know what? I'm laughing because I'd have done the same thing. <laughs> I would have had the set. I don't know. what he, You know what it is? I'm going to tell you. When you're a defenseman and you get, like, an opportunity and, you, you like, the lights go off, you're like, oh, jeez, man, look at that. I got a, yeah. I got a breakaway. It's almost like you get so excited, you're not sure what you're doing with yourself. So I, I kind of understand it. Now, I don't want to sit here and say I would have been 100% smarter about it, but I certainly would have looked to try it, knowing that there was a 2 on 0 to try to make Shisterk and guess one way or another. If you go in as a defenseman, you're making it pretty easy for the goalie. But if you go 2 on 0, he's eventually going to have to guess Yeah. if you guys can find the tic-tac-toe passing. Yeah. And they had time for that. That's why I say that. Ryan Cummings um, asks a question here that I think is fair. Why are we still going 11-7? And I, my, my assumption here, at least, is because of the late scratch of Konechny is why they probably did. I mean, Torts has talked about it all year, that he, he typically doesn't like the 11-7, and seven, but he feels like it's really worked out well this year. It's given a bunch of these guys an extra opportunity, and he's been happy with it. But, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, how many teams do we see make a legitimate playoff run playing 11 and 7 as much as this team has this year. They and they've somehow done it. I mean, they've kept their defenseman pretty fresh. Uh he's done a good job. Uh but, but again, I don't I just don't like it for the flow. Um some good stuff out here tonight though. I will say one thing. I give uh, kudos to um 
uh, the guys that were uh, the, the fight to start the game. Man, oh, that yeah, Delorier and, uh, and uh, Rem, uh, Rempe. 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 Yeah, Rempe. Um, oh, what a fight. What a way to get this place rocking here today. That was like a throwback fight. You don't see a lot of those anymore where guys are willing to just chuck and receive and, and throw back and everything. It was a hell of a fight. And really, really uh, got this building going. I thought the people on edge for most of the afternoon. So I certainly appreciate that as a former player. See guys combating like that in a division game and trying to set the tone for their teams early. It was really, really good to see. A lot of people in the comments asking about Cam Atkinson and where he's been. He he's yeah. he's fallen off. Well, what he is, he's 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 streaky, right? And he's gotten older, yeah, right. and he's not a real big guy. So you know, time t wears down guys over time. And and he was remember he was streaky for like you know, and, and I think it was like somebody even said it. Maybe it was Danny Breer or Tort said, oh, he's he's a streaky player. Yeah. Uh, but he was been streaky. He ended up being streaky for like five games again. Now he's kind of retorted back to, um, uh, to what what was going on before. He he again. He just it looks some nights like it's so hard to keep up. Yeah. Um. And it it might be, you know. I mean, uh, but again, you know, he's a guy that's had a lot of success in this league at some point scoring goals, and he is a streaky scorer. Uh, but you, if get, he, you get him going. Like but, it, yeah. say say Kinect is out for more than just tomorrow. Like, say he goes out for a week, it would be a great time for Cam Atkinson to, to go on one of those streaks. Yeah. Because that's when you desperately need it. The, the, problem, the, um, the problem with Atkinson is if he's not scoring, he's not going to look really pretty on your, your tape you know, on your, yeah. on, when you look at the game after. Uh, you know, he's a guy when he scored 40 goals or whatever. I mean, you, don't, you can overlook a lot. If you're not scoring those kind of goals and you're not responsible enough defensively, that, that can leave a sour taste in your coach's mouth and a – and you know, and then and then you're really put in situations where uh, you're not going to harm the team. And that's what they end up looking to do with you. Brandon Fakara here, being the voice of reason in the comments on YouTube. Let's not lose perspective that we're talking playoffs in late February. Today's game was a lot of fun to watch. I'm happy. You're probably not happy with the loss, but happy with the fact that like here we are, late February, still talking about yeah. potential playoffs in a year that was billed as being a rebuild. I don't know. I mean, Brandon, yeah, Brandon might not be wrong. Maybe people should think about it like Brandon. Look for the hashtag positivity in the day, right? You see everyone's telling Cam's cooked and Cam's done. Yeah, we just said that, but in a politer way. Like he, well, he, he's also, not, missed, he's, he also missed last year, He missed year, last right? year. I mean, it's just, it's hard. It's hard he's to not, come back. He's not 28. He's not. He's not He's not the score he was. He doesn't get in the same places. He can't get there. Yeah. You know, and it's not, that's nothing against him. That happens to every player in the league. Every player that goes through that, that plays a long time, goes through their glory years, and then you're going to have years at the end that are just, Unfortunately, you wish you could forget them, but you can't. Yeah, Titan Flyer asks who goes tomorrow. It it seems like Hal Peterson's going to be a net tomorrow. Um, you know, talking about this pregame, and I I said to to Ant to, to Bill Meltzer that like I, I'm sure Torts did not think this, but like when you know Konechny's going to be out, and you know that you're probably going to have a hard time scoring anyway in this game, you know you're not going to catch the Rangers, but you do have the the dogfight that could end up being. Pittsburgh, and like you can really effectively knock them, if not out, closer to out, and also boost yourself up. And I, I would have certainly considered flipping the goalies and having Peterson play today, but then play your number one against Pittsburgh because that game really is, for the standings at least, is the more important game. But I understand why you don't want to mess with the rotation and you don't want to throw these guys off as they're prepping, but you know, I think it's a tough... Um, is a tough position to be in. The media are now going into the uh, the press conference room, so momentarily we'll be going to Torts for his post game press conference. And we'll see how that goes. <laughs> how long do you think it's going to be? What the presser? Yeah, 
And I might uh, actually. Set, I'll get my phone out. I'll set a timer. Fifty-three seconds. That's it. Nah, I think he's gonna have a little bit more fire today. I'm gonna say two minutes and twelve seconds. People, let us know in the comments below. If you uh, if you get it exactly, you'll win a prize. But don't ask me what the prize is. I have no idea. So we'll see. We'll be going to that pretty soon. I might actually. I'm gonna mute intern Andrew here. We'll pull it up on the stage. I think that's intern Andrew's finger there on the lens. He's got the best oh, we got we got some. There we go. Look at that. He's in position. He's not hiding in the seventh row anymore. All right, we'll take him off of here for a second, but we'll bring him back on in a minute. Um, there were questions on, um, uh, let's see. So Ed B was trying to rationalize, I guess, what happened on that breakaway. Defender was not far from law, and he was right behind him. Oh, here we go, Torts. John, was this one of the games? Hard battle just came down to one bounce. I need a question, not a statement. John, considering you guys were missing connecting, are you pretty happy with how competitive you guys were all the way down? John, you've coached this like a long time. When you see a fight like that in the first period, what does that do for a team? But also, how fun was that to watch? Really important guy for our steal. That that's a good old-fashioned hockey fight too. Are you encouraged? You know, he's obviously come in and out of the lineup a little bit the last little while, and he doesn't seem to miss a beat. He gets right in there, you know, to roll, and you know, it seems like he's a big part of our chemistry. What he does, what he has to do, how he prepares for a game, what he's probably going to have to do each and every game, I think the guys respect him. And the coaching staff certainly does. And it's a huge part of uh, the camaraderie in the room. Was the, the big difference between the way you guys played them earlier in the year in this game, the way you guys tracked back in the neutral zone, the tightness you guys played? I don't even remember the earlier. I know we played a good game tonight. Is it fair to say this was like a measuring stick for you in terms of seeing where your team is? So you make the push, Jackie. I don't. I don't. I don't have measuring sticks. You know, uh, we lost the game. Uh, we get ready to go to Pittsburgh. Uh, I thought we did some really good things. We just get ready for our next game. Coach, Coach for Tyson to come out and score that goal to tie it up. Were you encouraged with his first game back? He played really well. He played really well. Thanks, everyone. Thank I did it. Could I actually let everybody know? <laughs> I, I accidentally. Let every, I let I'm everybody an idiot. Know that, I am uh, such an idiot. I accidentally muted us thinking I was muting intern Andrew down there. Anyway, that's my fault. That's on me. That's on right. me. Anyway, we were, we so were just going back and forth said, about the time. Uh, I think it was about, lost, a minute, about a minute 25 or so. We lost and we're going to Pittsburgh. That's about right. I mean, that's what you could do on a back-to-back. -back. There's not a lot to say. It's a disappointing yeah. loss. Uh, did Anthony ask a question? I don't know. I thought I heard Anthony ask a question early on, and, and it didn't seem like it got shooed away. I can't tell. <laughs> and I don't see anybody in, the, like, I do see, you know, like Joe Papel saying the aquarium cam, which is fair. 
you know, I can I tell you, I, I'm going to pull back the curtain. I don't think I'll get in trouble with anybody if I say this. So we talked to somebody from the tech team like two or three games ago. And he was like, oh, so I heard that the video was really good. This was like a few games ago, the, the player interview. It's like I heard the video was really good. We're like, yeah, but the audio sucked. But that, you know, that's, you know, you got one good thing. You can't have both. And he's like, well, we actually, you know, boosted the signal on the one network down there, on the one Wi-Fi network, in, a, in hopes that it was going to help. I'm like, well, that's great. And then the next game, it went back to potato cam. Yeah. And then tonight's potato cam. So I have lots of questions. Now, I have to imagine that Comcast, Comcast owns the team. At some point, Comcast Internet, we're going to get that little boost. A little Are boost. we? I don't know. Maybe. We'll see about that. Maybe. Um, anyway, a big thank you to everybody who tuned in. Don't forget, we're going to be back, um, I believe, on Monday because the Flyers play tomorrow. We'll, we'll do a morning after on Monday. Yep. Should be a lot of fun uh, to recap Flyers-Penguins. It's a huge game. I'm not a big, like, you have to win this game kind of guy, but I do think that tomorrow's game is absolutely massive. If you really intend on trying to make the playoffs, tomorrow's a game that you really – have to go after <laughs> what <laughs> revox revix today's, today's post game torts interview is brought to you by 2004's <laughs> motorola racer <laughs> all right no but tonight's post game was brought to you by pack horse moving company don't forget if you go over to packhorsemoving.com slash snow the goalie use promo code snow when you set up your next move you can give them a call at 877-309-7225 and again when you sign up I keep saying sign up. Like when you sign up for your next move, make sure you give them the promo code SNOW. Get $77 off your next move, any size. This actually could be really beneficial. Maybe you have a college student out there. Oh, yeah. You're going to move them out of college yep. in a couple of months. You can set up that move now. Actually, that's a brilliant. Why the hell haven't we been saying that for months? If you have a college student. That's what you want to do. Don't move the college kid out yourself. Let don't move them from do. the dorm to the off-campus housing for next year. Get in touch with Pack Horse Moving today. They have locations in Norristown, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, Burlington, New Jersey, and now Newark, New Jersey. That's great stuff. Great $77 off your next move of any size. Give them the promo code SNOW. Get $77 off. I think that's probably a good place to end it for today. Yep. Fundy. Uh, a lot of fun. Good to be back down here with fun, you. Fun game down here, though. It was. It was. really was. Yeah. You know what? Fundy, I think more than anything, you go through a game like that, and we talked about the fact during intermissions that you, you don't like how many Rangers fans were here that playoff atmosphere and you start to think about what this could look like if it's not this year that they make the playoffs over the next couple of years just to have playoff hockey back in the city yeah, just to see how it looks and how excited everybody gets about it so yep. you know it's 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 um really it is it was a great atmosphere down here and i think it does give a sample size of, of what's to come and when this team gets better so yep um great day down here bad loss but the flyers will have to find a way to dig in tomorrow and take down Sidney Crosby and his Penguins. We'll see, we'll see you how it sometimes goes. Monday. Yeah. Andrew, did he ask a question? He did not ask a question. Did not ask a question. Wait, hold on. He's putting a finger up. Are you coming on with us? All right, hold oh, on. Oh, look at this. Oh boy, oh, he came over here. He came strutting over here. I haven't seen him strut like this since he told us he lost eighty pounds. Go ahead. So, apparently, you know, Bill Meltzer was on our show pregame. He was. Apparently, he's got the snow the goalie rub. Oh. <gasps> Why? Because Torts won't answer his questions either. No. That was the beginning of the press conference. You didn't hear that? I didn't hear what he said. Yeah, Bill asked a question, He said, and he said, uh, I forget what the exact wording was, but he said, I'm only going to answer a question or something along those lines. Like, I guess he didn't think it was a question, but it was absolutely a question. Going after Bill Meltzer. So. You can go after Anthony Sanfilippo all you want. 
He's from Delco, for God's sake. <laughs> How right. dare you go after Bill Meltzer? How dare you? That man is the Ray Didinger of Flyers hockey. That man is a, a treasure. How dare you? We'll have a response. This Monday on the Press Row Show. Or not the Press Row Show. The morning after. They're all the same. It's all on Snow the Goalie. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and heck, Instagram Live today. So uh, everybody have a great day out there. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you again on Monday.